Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up! Get your peanuts, cracker jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive! Deep to right! Covering all things baseball. Going! Going! The big leagues. Going! Going! And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye! He has done it! He has changed the game tonight with one swing of his bat! Now, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. The fan. Welcome into the hot corner for it must be a Wednesday as it's always a Wednesday down here at the poop filled Willametta. I heard they're cleaning that bad boy up. I'll see it when I believe it. What? Believe it when I see it. There you go. Yeah, whatever. My computer is very slow right now. Yeah, whatever. Blame yeah. Luke. Oh, it's got to be Luke's fault. Well, he was sitting here last. Yeah, he probably gonna, farted in the chair, too. Am I going to die because Suke's out here yesterday? Um, I don't know. I hope you don't die. Yeah, me too. That wouldn't be very fun. I heard that all that kind of stuff, like, it's just a virus and it's treatable. Well, yeah, it's like... But in, a, but in China, which is part first world, part third world, people die. And the olds are dying. Well, the olds are old. Bad immune systems. Yeah, yeah. You should see this immune system. This immune system is so good. I've been drinking for like seven, eight years straight, and I'm never sick. Okay. Are you supposed to get sick when you drink a lot? I don't know. I just think it's like building tolerance. I'm not sure that's how that works. I think you're trying to make it more acceptable that you've been drinking for six years straight. It's like, oh, look at this benefit that I'm getting. <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking for a reason. Yeah. See, mom. I told you, mom. I Doctor I, said. I used to get sick a lot. And I feel like, knock on wood, I've been getting sick a lot less lately. Yeah. I I take nasal like spray every day for allergies because yeah. I used to have really bad allergies, mm-hmm. and now I haven't had those for a while. Um, I don't know. I got like sick like once last year. Uh, my, biggest, my biggest thing is that I don't do drugs. Oh. Yep. Like drugs are bad, kids. Any drugs? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't do drugs. 
Okay. Um, like ibuprofen, that kind of stuff. I mean, I've got dry skin, so I use some topical steroids. I know I'm never getting in the hall. I get it. Um, but for what the a, most what part, Patrick using <laughs> I steroids. Know, I know I'm on steroids right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't use ibuprofen. I don't take a lot of Sudafed or anything like that. And I think the biggest reason is is because when I need to take that stuff, it actually works. I just grew up with a bunch of you know. I'm sure everybody did. And as as a non athlete in high school. Um, I grew up with a lot of friends that were athletes and they would just like chew on ibuprofen like it was candy. And then it got to a point where it just stopped working for them. And I think I learned that a lot when I was younger that I just said, I, I, I don't, I don't want to do that. So when I do take ibuprofen, which is very rare, it works. Um, I try not to take medicine that much. I'm not quite as uh, strict as you. Like if I have a really bad headache, I'll take some Advil. Yeah. Um, but generally I try to avoid that kind of stuff outside of my allergy spray because I would constantly get stuffy nose. Mm -hmm. And for this job, it would give me, when I moved out here, I started getting laryngitis. Hi, my name's Mike Lynch. The update here. No, it was more Damian like. Damian Lillard didn't travel. It was more like, hi, my name is Mike Lynch and I can't use my voice. What do you there mean? Was actually, I, I sound like that every day and I still talk. Yeah, but see, your, yours is like a cool, like, musician <laughs> raspy voice. What and up, mine baby? sounded like I was the Crypt Keeper from uh, Tales of the Crypt. Tales of the Crypt. That guy was really cool, though. Yeah, he was. He was really. For having no skin, he's probably the coolest skinless dude out there. That or Skeletor, one of mm. the two. What about the uh, the Invisible Man? I don't know. I've never seen him. But, um... <laughs> I was like, nothing? Where, where's the rim fart there, Nobody. Joe? Come on. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I, I mean, that's, I started getting, when I moved out here, there was something in the allergies here that gave me laryngitis. I'd never had that in my life before. I was like, yeah. well, I can't have that with my job. So I just take the nasal spray every day. It's the over-the-counter, like, Flonase that you mm -hmm. can get now. And mm -hmm. I I mean, every, every once in a while, I'll get stuffy nose, but generally, it's it's not the case, which is nice. I used to get the good allergy stuff in Washington, when I lived in Washington, because they would give you the the actual true Sudafed stuff. But they made it so hard to get because you can make meth out of it. So, like, you know, crackheads were walking in being like, I need some Sudafed. And they're like, okay, here you go, weirdo. It's like we're getting high tonight. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, but, yeah, so I don't take a lot of medicine. I will, obviously, if it's prescribed to me by a doctor. But, um, you know, I have occasionally have taken steroids if you get, like, swollen. Again, mm -hmm. for my laryngitis, often it would, yeah, yeah. it would swell up. So I would, I would take that. Um, and I, I often or used to get ear infections constantly as a kid. Oh, nice. Uh, I would have multiple years. My sister was that way. I had to have tubes put in my ears. And uh, every once in a while now, I go through phases with it. I'll occasionally get a lot of outer ear infections where it's not mm -hmm. internal, but it gets infected in there. Yeah. And I'll just take like ear drops that are steroids. Yeah. A lot of steroids in medicine. Yeah, I know. It's They're there to make you better. Yeah. That they are. <laughs> they're just not used to take advantage of <laughs> and hit the ball farther. That is not acceptable. Not acceptable. Not acceptable. Oakley Doakley. Well, we got a cool show lined up for you guys today as we uh, will continue our division previews. Oh, we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll do the National League Central. I figured we'd stick in the National League since we did the East 
uh, last week. And we'll do the National League Central this week, which, you know, spoiler alert, I think is a pretty wide open division. I'm really excited for how that division is going to go down this year. We'll do that at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to have to touch in on some Astros stuff again because there's some stuff last week that I wanted to get to that we didn't get to. So we'll do that. I'm sure we'll do fair foul at 830 as we always do. Uh, and so there's that there's the beers on us podcast will drop tomorrow. Mike and I haven't quite decided, but we'll do, but you, if you listen to the podcast, you know, you know, us, we figure it out. We make it happen for you guys. That'll drop tomorrow. I will say around 4 PM might have to drop Friday, but we'll discuss that later. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Uh, so we'll figure that out. Uh, and you can get that podcast wherever you get your podcast that goes for the Les Schwab tires podcast of this show as well on 1080 the fan radio.com and also wherever you get your podcasts there's the fan text line 55305 that bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire day you can also find us on social media mike's at mike lynch 27 on twitter i'm on instagram at pdd085 our fantastic producer mr joseph fisher the third is on twitter as well at joe fish three right is that what it is Gosh, I can't believe I like forgot it. That's F-I-S-C-H-3. Harass us. We love it and all that kind of jam. There's also the Beers on Us Instagram at Beers on Us. All right. When, let's get this bad boy started. Spring training is here. There are games on television. Right now we're watching the Indians and the Padres from earlier today. Yeah, I was going to say there's no way this is live because it's sunny and uh, it is really dark here. So no way this is live. But games are here and I just want to kind of touch as camps have opened. I just kind of want to check in. I want to ask. I'm really excited, Mike. I want to ask you what you look forward to the most about these spring training games. What you're looking for. Is it your team, uh, which we should probably get to the Yankees at some point today? Uh, are you looking at your team? Are you looking at everybody else? Are you thinking fantasy? Can they just stop getting injured? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, you guys out there uh, in the text land, please let us know what gets you going about spring training. And we'll do all that next. This is the Hot Corner on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. You got to be in to do it. My team is being ravaged so hard. Who doesn't like a good rubby action? That's how as bad. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Yeah. 715, 716 here. This is Portland Sports Leader. Don't hey. you forget it. We are number one. Now it's 716. Now, well, you know, I'm just so excited. That's a very Isaac Rob move. He always rounds up, mm -hmm. even though it says like 7.15 and 35. 7.16 here on the fan. Well, our, don't we have a little bit of a pause? Don't we have a little bit of a delay? Uh, we have an eight-second delay, and the stream has like a 40-second delay. My, but... fav my, my favorite. So all – I was actually talking with Bossman about this the other day. You know, all, all kind of – QBs or the one chair, however you want to say it, when they when they introduce the show, the everybody usually has some sort of saying. You know, if you listen to Cowherd, this is the hurt. Like everybody's got their own kind of thing. I don't really have one yet. I kind of just I haven't I haven't found one for myself. Yet, I know I, like I I always wanted one, and I never realized that it would just be this is a Wednesday, and it must be a Wednesday. But my favorite one is Brandon Sprague. Uh, when they come in, he always says twelve oh two, no matter what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a late start. They could have gotten in early. Like the intro was earlier or something. He's like, it's 12.02 in the Rose City. And I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, it's 12.01 and you're on a delay. Liar. <laughs> liar. <laughs> He's a liar. Anyway, anyway. Um, we're watching. We got 
Cleveland San Diego on the on the television right now from San a game Diego. from a game earlier today, and the Padres wearing those you know nasty brown and yellows, which are now becoming like the cool brown and yellows. Did you really say nasty? They're pretty cool. Well, I know, but I remember when they first came out, people were like, "That is ugly," and sure. now it's kind of like, "Oh, cool retro and all that kind of stuff." Oh, oh I like that so much. But uh, anyway, so it just kind of got me thinking. You know, with as as games kind of, I, I think last week on our show Wednesday, I think first games were on Thursday. Friday, so yeah. yeah, so we had Friday, so we hadn't really seen any yet. And as we come in, and you're starting, games are always on MLB Network. Mariners games are on route, things like that. I want to ask you, Mike, when you watch spring training, it, I, mean, I mean, I don't watch a ton of games to be honest. All I kind of have it on in the background. I'm watching a little more of like the analysts like the shows, you know, MLB network programming, or, you know, I still listen to Buster Olney's podcast all the time and I want to hear the analytic aspect of it, but what do you look for? Is is it just Yankees? Are you looking a little fantasy? Are you seeing any big storylines? Are you looking for the whole of the game? What do you, what do you look for when to you me, watch spring training? To me, fantasy for spring training is useless. I mean, it's, you might learn a little bit about like a young prospect who might come up, but you you can just read that on the list. You don't need to watch the games for that. Right. Um, so I think, in my opinion, that's not really a, a good experiment to watch spring training. For me, I generally just watch it for the Yankees. You know, I want to see the players. I want to see how they're looking. I mean, it's my team. Um, but if I'm watching just random games, I honestly look at the pitchers. I, yeah. I I see who's throwing, and if it's a guy I've never heard of, that's fine. But you know, if it's like the first three or four innings of the game and it's a guy I recognize, I want to see what they look like. I know it's mm -hmm. early in spring training. I know it's not really indicative of what their performance is going to be like. But I think that's more interesting to watch, uh, especially because the lineups are usually filled with guys who are never going to play. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe three starters are in the lineup at a time. So I usually look at the pitchers, but mostly, I mean, it's for my team. You know, I, I want to see, like, I, I didn't see it live, but I watched the, the first inning of Garrett Cole's Yankees mm -hmm. and he had a pop-up in 2K. I was like, okay, cool, that's good. So that's yeah. usually what I watch it for. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I tend to watch a lot of pitchers, you know, because batters are batters will be patient and get struck out or hit ground balls because they, they're just looking for curveballs. I want to work on my curveball today, like hitting the curveball. And pitchers can be the same way. I, you mentioned the Garrett Cole thing. I, I heard a really cool interview from him afterwards. And it's not really that cool, but it, that's kind of what I'm looking for. He, he talked about... You know, his look, you know, he felt really good with Gary Sanchez and that's the kind of stuff I'm interested. He was, you know, I was locating some stuff. I still got some work to do on this. And I love how kind of honest pitchers are in spring training. I think that's really cool. I don't think we see that in a lot of other sports. I don't think you really see, you know, Giannis in the offseason. What are you worrying? He's like, well, you know, my my long mid-range jumper. I'm, I, I've just been kind of working on that every day at practice. Nobody ever says that. Right. I'm learning my new teammates and blah, 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 you know. And that's something that I love about baseball. I do watch a little for fantasy, but it's mostly injury stuff. And you're right. You don't have to watch the game to see that. But I am kind of, I am kind of interested in who's hitting well, who looks good. Buster only said this funny thing the other day. He goes, every guy in spring training says they're in the best shape of their life. And I thought that was really, I thought that was really funny. So I'm just, I'm just trying to look at guys to see who's on it, who's feeling good, who looks comfortable. Also, it's fun to see guys in new jerseys, you yeah. know, yeah. You know, like Garrett Cole. And it's not really like pinstripes per se, um, but it's cool to see, okay, he's throwing to Gary Sanchez and, you know, Glaber Torres is getting a ground ball from him and so forth. I tend to be like you, though, where even if it's my team, I don't really watch watch. I'll throw it on in the background and I'll, you know, be on my phone or half paying attention or something. And then 
oh cool the game you know the game's on look up watch it for a little bit or see if something exciting is happening spring trainings it's exciting because baseball's back Mm -hmm. i think that's a big thing too uh so that that's why i watch it but i always go through this trend so spring training comes back and i'm like ooh, i'm gonna watch mlb network and then the first week is over, and I'm like, okay, I'll just wait for the season. Now. I know, I know, I, I know. I just am like, I don't need to watch this anymore. I know. I turn on the games. I see a really nice 6-4-3 double play, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. I'm changing the channel. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, March 28th this year? That's when we're getting the first games? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Are we doing Are we doing Asia again? Does that no, start it off kind of like think, we did last year with I Seattle do, and Oakland? I do not believe so. Okay. I still think we should start this on April 1st. Why are we back, backing it up? I don't know. This thing's already long. Why are you asking me silly questions? Well, I don't know, because you're in charge, Mike. I'm going to look. So it's March 26th is opening day. Thursday, March 26th. Is there just going to be one game, or is there going to be a lot of games? Uh, All games. All games? Yep. Oh. They're not doing, like, a Wednesday night baseball thing? No, there's 15 games on Thursday, March 26th. Get some, baby. To 10 a.m.s, to 11 a.m.s, to 12 Oh, just all day. Just all day. A bunch of ones, a four, and a seven. One, four, one, seven. I wonder if my money came out of my bank account for MLB TV. I think it said by the 28th, so we got two days for that. Oh, nice. Right before rent. God, thanks, guys. That's great. <laughs> the short month, too. They're like, we don't wait till mid-March. We want to get you in that short month. <laughs> You know when that rent check's coming yeah, out or yeah. your mortgage is coming out? Yeah. Here's another $120 you won't be able to use for that. I know, and I just spent like 400 bucks on Dave tickets for the summer, and you're like, great, great. <laughs> $500-plus out of my bank account that is this a month. Side, that's a side note, by the way, is that the yearly subscriptions, you never remember when they – and some of them don't tell you when, they, when they're coming <laughs> – and it's like, oh, I'm going to do this this month. And then it's like, Xbox Live just took $60 out of your account. And you're like, no, great, <laughs> super great. Thanks. I know it's only 60 bucks, but okay, now I can't go out to dinner with this person. I know. I was, I was thinking about stretching uh, some funds this month and trying to get a ticket to Rage Against the Machine because I, I mean, I just grew up loving that band. And I've seen Rage the band with like Audio Slave, and I've seen Tom Morello and his. Night Watchman solo thing, but I've never seen De La Roca, and I was like, I'd really want to go to that, and it was like, MLB subscription about to show up, and you're like, ooh, nope, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Although it's a tax write-off. By the way, there is some uh, breaking news in the in the building. Oh, yeah? We will not be getting MLB extra innings this year. Uh, you told me that last week, and my heart sunk a little bit. Yeah, apparently the price bump for the building getting it was obscene, so uh, we will have to not be able to watch that on the, on the screen. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely not bring in you know, a, a a Google Chromecast and just do it from my phone. I, I definitely won't do that. Right. Yeah. Right. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be up and up, would it? No, that'd be yeah. bad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, oh, oh, well. <laughs> Guess we won't watch any baseball this year. No, no baseball. It's only whatever's on the MLB network. Looking at you. <laughs> just Mariner games all year. I know. That's, we'll we'll oh, be God. able to watch Root. Yeah. I mean, we actually watch a fair amount of Mariner games on this show. Yeah, we do. You know, we throw them on. It's West Coast. I missed when they had Fernando Rodney, though, because that was the reason we were watching them. That was pretty great. That was pretty great. Is he in the league right now? Probably. He's got to be. Well, Fernando <laughs> Rodney. F-E-R-N-A-N-D-O. He is a free agent. Oh, someone will pick him up. He was on the Nats last year. First question is, why does Fernando Rodney wear his hat crooked? <laughs> is that the first question on Google? It's when you go to like, you have like Wikipedia yeah, yeah. and like baseball reference, then that gives you the questions. That's the first question. What does it say? I'm curious. 
He wants to be CC Sabathia. Cap tilt. Rodney is known for wearing his cap tilted at an angle toward the left side of his head. He said in 2016 that it came about as a tribute to his father, mm. Ulysses Rodney, who was a fisherman. Ulysses also wore his cap tilted to the side because that was the side the sun hit his face. Sounds like he wants to be CC Sabathia. Because that's why CC okay. always Don't be a jerk. That's a same. nice story. Don't be a jerk. But it's Fernando Rodney, so I'm going to be a jerk. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> he, he hid in the rocks in Colorado. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I don't even... Can you poop back there? You, you, you know, the Indians are on TV right now. It just happened to be the game. And I was watching a little bit of this early. And Chris Paddock was on the mound for uh, for San Diego. So, you know, that could be interesting if you're a Padres fan. But I don't... You know, I actually don't watch a ton of my team. Because I don't really know what's going on in those guys' head. You know? I, I just really want to see... You know, I want to hear from Frank Cota. I want to hear about the minor league guys. I want to hear about the non-roster invites, things like that. See if somebody, this got mentioned on the fan text line, 55305, that it's like, you want, it's like a Christmas present. You know, you open it up and that, that, that present that you didn't ask for, quote unquote, as the texture said, uh, is a guy you never heard of that all of a sudden looks pretty good in spring training. Might not have a spot on the roster, but you might see them come August and, and kind of watch them a little bit in your AAA affiliate Yeah, yeah that I can get. I'm kind of just excited it's baseball, you know. I think that's kind of where I am. And but we're we're about a week in now, so it's going to yeah. fade quickly. And yeah. I'm going to say, hey, we're we're actually right now we're well not 30 days, but um, basically a month away from the first mm -hmm. game. So mm -hmm. that is uh, very exciting. That's the focus. All right, when we come back, uh, another player gets hit with the injury bug for the New York Yankees. Who we haven't got to the American League East yet, and obviously we'll have Big John Sukanik on at some point to dive into our predictions, what we look for this year. But uh, you'd be silly if you didn't have the Yankees on your radar as a World Series candidate. They are dealing with injuries as we hear yet another, and we haven't even talked about the big one, in my opinion. So we'll get to all of that next. But first, here's Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. With spring training upon us, as well as fair or foul at 8.30, and El Central at 8. With spring training upon us, we're always looking for big stories, what's going on, especially with the clubs at the top. And came across the wire a couple days ago, maybe it was yesterday, and I almost texted you, Mike, about it, but I figured I'd wait and we could talk about it today. Okay. The team with... Of all the teams with high aspirations this year, with World Series aspirations, you know, I actually, I haven't really thought about how many teams I think can win the World Series. I actually think off the top of my head, I think there's two American League teams and maybe three National League teams. I mean, I know in baseball, it's silly to say there's not a lot because baseball, anybody can win it once you get to the playoffs. Right. It kind of feels like Yankees-Dodgers, like, collision course, doesn't it? It does, depending on Astros. I mean, those guys could be great players. They could be great players, and who knows what they do at the deadline. I mean, sure, they lost Garrett Cole, but they get Zach Greinke for a full season. I'm not ready to count the Astros out. We'll talk some Astros in a little bit, about 15 minutes. Uh, but I want to dive into uh, the New York Yankees, your New York Yankees, Michael, because I think this was the team signing Garrett Cole. Um, the youth squad's still there, just getting better and better. This is the team to beat. And the last couple of days have probably been a decent punch to the gut 
if you're Aaron Boone. Yeah. And Brian Cashman and you as a fan. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we learned today that Giancarlo might not be ready for the beginning of the season. I, to be honest, I am not that worried about that. Well, cause the Yanks knowing him calf strain will lead to a quad strain will lead to a hip problem will lead to the season ending surgery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you guys were pretty good last year without him. I mean, that payroll sucks with him on it if he's not playing. Uh, but you guys, you guys were really good last year without it. But the news came down yesterday that Luis Severino is going to have Tommy John surgery. Oh my God, yeah. and that is just, just the worst because with Luis Severino, and you got Tanaka coming back, who looked pretty good last year, looked pretty good in the playoffs, and now you're getting the Cy Young favorite in Garrett Cole. The idea of Cole. Tanaka Severino Paxton, who I know is going to miss a little bit, but we knew he was going to miss a little bit. Yeah, it, it sounds like there's a, a a thought that he'll be back sooner than the original diagnosis. They said he might not be back till June, and now people are saying it might he might only miss the first month, which would be great. Yeah, especially considering this news on Luis Severino. I mean, think about it this way: the Yankees' rotation is supposed to be Garrett Cole, Masahiro Tanaka, Luis Severino, James Paxton fifth starter to be determined Jay hat probably or if he comes when he comes back from suspension domingo herman i mean to have james paxton at four right severino at three good god but now severino's out for the year paxton yeah. off injured and is out for at least a month and it hasn't looked good consistently right. in, a, in a pinstripe so you've got cole and you've got tanaka two trustworthy guys and then you've got question marks right you've yeah. got Jay hap who's back he was a disaster last year but he's a consistent guy who'll eat mm -hmm. innings mm-hmm um, you got Jordan Montgomery, who's going to come back from injury. He used to pitch in the four or five spot. You got yep. some young guys who might help out um, at least at some point in the year. But for, for a team whose offense was great and pitching was the only question, and it looked like they fixed their pitching, having this be the start of the season is like an oh crap moment. Especially with Severino, because Severino missed almost all of last year. Right. Came back for like three or four starts, pitched in the playoffs, said he felt forearm discomfort in the playoffs. For whatever reason, I, I guess they said they did They did test and it was all negative. And then for whatever reason, he felt it again and they did another test and it was like, well, there's a partial tear in your UCL. And it was like, how does that not get found before? So now he's out for the whole year. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Garrett Cole is definitely an upgrade, you know, of, of losing Severino last for you most. Don't say. <laughs> losing Severino for most of last year. Garrett Cole is definitely an upgrade. But I think everything was contingent on that three-headed monster. On, I mean, you and I have talked this about our fantasy leagues and, you know, and just like who you're going to keep. And you're like, well, I'm definitely going to keep Severino. And now it's like, uh, no, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, now you're not. Um, and so and so that makes it that makes it tough. But I'm interested if you're Brian Cashman, how worried are you about this? Uh, I'm, I think you're pretty concerned. I mean, pretty concerned for, for, or just normally concerned? No, I think you're very concerned. So there's there's a twofold process to this one in terms of Severino. You just gave him an extension a couple of years ago. He was a Cy Young candidate two years ago, right? Two years. Um, misses almost all of last year. Is going to miss the entirety of this year. Maybe a little bit of next and year. Maybe, maybe. I mean, just a touch. The timing of this might be good for not missing any of next season, but you never know with this kind of surgery. Um, you have to be concerned that a guy that you thought was your future ace for years and years to come. Team is, control, is, low money. Is going to come back and not be the same guy after two years of missing with shoulder injuries yeah. and, and arm injuries. So that's concern number one. Concern number two is this year you completely gutted out and rehired a new sports training staff. Now, obviously, these injuries aren't that new staff's fault yet. They literally just got hired. Mm -hmm. But last year you had 
what was it, like 26 players go on the IL over the course of the entire season, which was the most in the MLB? It was rough. Yeah. It might have even been more than that. Um, and you already, you're going into a new year like, oh, they'll be healthy. Maybe they'll have a couple injuries. You get in, Aaron Judge has shoulders, is having shoulder pain, so he's not swinging the bat yet. Stanton goes down with his calf strain. Paxton's having back surgery. Severino has a torn UCL, and you're like, what on earth is happening? I mean, you're, you just brought in a brand-new great staff, and all these guys – Again, it's not their fault, falling like like flies, and you're like, what is happening here? Do you think, as a Yankee fan, who, you know, you're you're like one of my favorite Yankee fans because you're real. I've, I've got my buddy Jamie. He's, he's from Manchester, England, diehard United fan. Okay. But, he does, but when he speaks about United, he reminds me of you. You can be realistic. We have these expectations. We should be good. There is that kind of lineage of a little arrogance, but I also watch the game and can know when we suck yeah. like they do now. Uh, does this sway your thought that the Yanks will go to the World Series? Uh, no, because last year it was awful, and they still won over 100 games. I know Cashman should have won Manager of the Year. And if it weren't for the cheating Astros, might have made it to the World <laughs> Series. So we, we need a drop of a trash can bang. Yeah, just so we can get that every once in a while. Fish, you on that? All right, I want a real one from the Astros, like a Farquhar one or something like that. Um, so I, I just I think they'll be okay. They have a good farm system. Some of the guys that helped them last year were like Mike Talkman and Mike Ford were good mm-hmm. players that came up and contributed. And and you've done and you did the opener stuff last year, so yep. you know you can do that again this year. The bullpen still looks good. Bullpen's you lose good. Batances, but. I don't think that's the biggest loss in the world. No, um, you know, and and Duhar's back and healthy, and they're you know playing him around outside of third base because that's Urshela's position now because he's a good fielder and was a good hitter last year. Um, so I mean, you've still got options, right? You so, had to bring up Gio Urshela, huh? I mean, I didn't have to, but I wanted to. Thanks, Mike. Because <laughs> I like I like Gio. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I saw him Duhar in left field today. I was like, well, Stanton's out, Ooh, and Duhar hey, goes into left. Hey, yeah. not so bad. I think I think one thing that benefits the Yankees in this. I mean, A, you've got a good farm system. You've got one of, if not the best GM in baseball that you guys will, the Yankees will survive this. And I think they have the benefit of, since we don't know what the Astros are going to be, let's absolve them from this conversation because we just have no idea what they're going to be this year. We talked about this last week. I am incredibly curious if they're actually going to be that good. Right. That I think it's safe to say that the Rays are the second best team in the American League with that staff. Um, you know, maybe. Yeah. But, out, but outside of that, I mean, the Twins have upgraded. The Twins are going to be better, but their pitching is still god awful. Yeah, that's their biggest thing, and they what got Kenta Maeda. Yeah, and Rich Hill. Like, I don't believe in that. No. Their offense is going to be a lot better. They're still good. I, I like last year. I think the White Sox might be sneaky good again. Um, yeah, but I don't know if they're making the playoffs, and if they do, are they really that big of a challenge? The Oakland A's are the same way. They're going to be good, but, I mean, there's still that Billy Baseball kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see about that. I, I, think I, the Yan- I have large doubts about the Angels, despite the fact that they added Rendon because their pitching staff is still right. questionable. So. I. I do think that the Yanks are going to benefit from the American League being down this year. And so that's why a lot of these injuries don't really concern me that much. I mean, losing Severino, I don't want anybody to think I'm just scoffing. Oh, they'll be fine. That's a big loss. Yeah. Sev is very, very good. Yeah. But I think in the 2020 season, 
the way the Yankees are built, the way they are run, they will overcome this. Just like Giancarlo. If Glaber Torres, Gary Sanchez goes down, Tanaka goes down, we're in trouble. Yeah. You know, Judge, I think Judge will be fine. Just be patient. When you got to be patient with a player like Judge. He's just a big mofo. You know, he's a big dude. I think, but if you say that, right, last year, you basically had all of those guys, not in the exact order, but every there was there was times when the Yankees had like six starters hurt at the same time, and they still won. Yeah. It was just one of those magical things where it was like every guy they brought up was contributing, and I mean, none of those guys are gone, really. Right. So unless they fall off a cliff, which some might, you know, you never know what the minor leaguers that come up and kind of stick around. I mean, you're going to have guys that are helpful, and then there's this whole new crop of young players that everyone's all excited about on that team, including their the pitcher, Davey Garcia, who everyone's, like, freaking out about. Yep, yep. And then there's that outfielder. He's really young. Jason Dominguez or something. People are saying he's one of the best young five-tool players they've seen in a long time. He's, like, a center fielder or something. Um, you know, so there's guys who might quickly work their way up the system and get into the majors if there's a bunch of injuries. I'm just hoping for my own heart that it stops happening because I, I want to watch my team in full strength and not right. have to worry about Mike Ford hitting fourth. Of course, because we still haven't even seen this Yankee potential dynasty that, that Cashman has built this round. Uh, I, I say this round because it's like round three for him. Uh, fully healthy. So it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep an eye on the Yankees, and we'll see what's going up as they are definitely one of the major contenders, not in just the American League, but in all of Major League Baseball to win a World Series. Speaking of that, I want to touch on one last thing, maybe not one last thing, but one thing about the Astros that we didn't get to last week, and that involves retaliation. And I want to get to that, and we'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner. That's Lynch. I'm Harris. Fish behind the glass. 1080 The Fan. is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 the fan previewing the National League Central here in about 10 minutes so stay tuned for that why on earth did you put the NBA on I come back into the room and baseball's off because I want to watch my favorite player not on the Portland Trailblazers Joe Ingles uh no Jason Tatum that would be Jason Tatum okay I remember that draft, and I was like, the Lakers, going with Lonzo Ball. Okay. All right. Uh, and the Celtics with the third pick, take Jason Tatum, right? Right? Is that what's going on here? Sixers took Markel Fultz. I was like, ugh, why don't you take Jason Tatum? <laughs> and then the Lakers take Lonzo Ball, and I go, ugh, why don't you take Jason Tatum? And then it's well, the Celtics, and I'm like, yeah, see, this is how you draft. So this is his third year, right? Yeah. He's incredible. This he's year. awesome. He's finally like he's been good. But this I've been year, on this train with Tatum. I just for the record, I am not a new guy on this. I love, love, love him. I loved him at Duke, and I love him in Boston. Um, but this year, like he's getting like 30, 40 points a game now. He's the dude. He's like really good. I know, and he's bunch, not just good. He's really good. A bunch of people I work with. They got twenty four people that I work with to go to the Blazer game last night, and I had already made plans with the lady. And so I was like, "Ah, well, I'll go next time. Thanks for the invite." And then I found out they were playing the Celtics, and I was like, "No, <laughs> I want to see Jason Tatum." No. So my bad. I just think the kid's really, really good. No, no. Yeah, but the good news is he'll be playing for another fifteen years in the NBA, so I'll hopefully get plenty of time. 
Uh, I wanted to die. I wanted to. You wanted to die? <laughs> I wanted to die. Uh, I wanted to check in on w- one last little Astros thing at this moment because I'm sure a lot of this stuff will keep coming up and we'll keep chatting about it. But it's the idea of, you know, Rob Manfred putting his foot in his mouth again, talking about how, you know, the first thought in everybody's mind is I think Vegas has the over under of how many like hit by pitches, hit by pitches they have. And stuff like that. And it's something like 84 and yep. a half, which well, is one every two games. Last year, the average was 60, and the Astros had only like 40. So yeah. they're they're thinking it's going to go up by 40 hit by pitches this year, which I can 110% totally see. increase. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm curious is, you know, Manfred's come out and said that there there will be strict punishment for retaliation. You should and, not have said that. Yeah. And, and I just, I don't even know where to kind of start with this. It's like, actually, we'll start here. Manfred's an idiot. You shouldn't have said that. Do you believe, the second part of this, do you believe pitchers will take it on themselves? Yes. That they will throw at those guys? Yes. Players have said as much, basically. Mm-hmm. They've alluded- well, saying and doing, because I'm curious, if Major League Baseball starts to say to umpires, like, hey, if Springer's up and it's the first batter of the game and he gets drilled, you toss that guy. Yeah, and, and they know that. Our pitcher's going to get tossed from games in the first inning. Maybe. Just think, to make that statement. I think early on they, they would make that statement. I also think, I heard this, this was not like a legitimate thing or anything, just like fan fodder on Twitter, is that any team that's using an opener, just have your opener get ejected. <laughs> and then your starter comes in and it's fine. When do the Rays play <laughs> the Astros? But even any team could say, oh, we're doing an opener today. And it's like fifth guy in the bullpen, first pitch in the head. George, not in the head. No, no, no. no. We don't want to hurt guys. Between the back. Between the numbers or in, yeah. the, in the booty. Yeah. Um, George Springer gets hit. Ha! How comes Blake Snell? You're gone, Latro- <laughs> Yeah. You're gone, Latroy Hawkins. Blake Snell in the game now. Latroy gets a one game suspension. Oh, well, he's 49 years old. <laughs> no, I love that you gave some love to Latroy Hawkins there because he's still around. He's still trying to do his thing. I don't think he's in the league anymore. I but... think he made a roster. No, he didn't. Yeah, I think so. I thought I saw him on the Hall of Fame ballot next year. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, we did the game yesterday, last week. It was in the Fair Foul. Latroy Hawkins was on there. Well, wasn't that's he? right. That's right. I yeah. think he's played for like 28 teams. That means he's been out of the league for four years already, you idiot. <laughs> and I'm just like, Latroy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see how that's going to go down. Um, I, I also wonder if pitchers might wait until like the fifth or sixth inning. And I also wonder if they're going to target specific people. Because I'll tell you what, Springer's the leadoff hitter, and Springer has. You know, over the year, you know, Correa was always my guy in the younger days of the Astros, and then I kind of shifted to Bregman. But through all this, I kind of think Springer is probably the most apt to actually be good. But you never, he hasn't been the focal point of this. It's been the Bregman, the Altuves, and people like that. I'm curious if pitchers might realize I'm at 96 pitches. It's a 2 1 game. I'm about to get pulled. There's no one on, and Altuves at the dish. Yeah, I'm going to throw at him. Yeah, that's possible. I, I just wish Manfred didn't say what he said because, A, it kind of shows a, a bit of, of being a hypocrite, right? You want to punish them, but yet in a way that the game polices itself, and you can say whatever you want about the game policing itself, it does. Um, you might not like it, but it's the truth. You say there's going to be no – that's not going to be allowed at all, and that there's, there's going to be no, like, soft entrance into that. Yeah. Then, I mean, what happens if a guy accidentally hits him, right? Yeah. Instant toss? You can't you can't create that as a right as a situation. 
Right. I think it's just like, Manfred, come on, dude. We all liked you. We all liked you a lot. Ugh. Yeah. I know. I, I like really wanted to know how players were going to react and how they're going to throw at Astros if they throw at Astros. And now I just can't stop thinking about how much of an idiot Manfred is. Right, we liked him a lot. He was, we thought, oh, wow, what a great commissioner after Bud Selig, and we're hopeful that he's going to want to bring baseball to Portland at some point and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And then, He said nice things about Portland, too. He has. And then this comes about, and you're like, wait. So his first press conference was a joke, and he actually had to have a press conference apologizing for a press conference. Um, his punishment was, I didn't think his punishment was a joke, but as we learned more about it, I thought he could have gone more heavy-handed. What are you apologizing for, Jason Giambi? I, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. For what? I, I, I've I'm, just, made, I'm so sorry. I've made mistakes. I'm sorry. I, just, I love Lamb. I love Lamb. Brick, really are you just looking yeah. at things around the office and yeah. saying you love them? Do you really love the Lamb, or are you just looking at items and saying you love them? I love Lamb. I love Lamb. Um, it's just it's, it's, it's his first crisis, and he's not dealing with it very well. Yeah. And... Um, it's not going to make me lose respect for him necessarily because I think he's done a lot of good so far. But I think so too. Let's uh, let's not cut him slack for being a little bit of a B for yeah. for this situation. Punk. I got like a thousand different things I could call you from all the hip hop I've listened to for the last thirty years of my you life. You landed on punk. <laughs> well, because there's like yeah, two yeah. swear words after that that I want to say that I can't. <laughs> ah. uh, Mark is also the other word that I want to say with two other swear words right after it. Mm. Anyway, anyway, so we'll keep an eye on that throughout the season. This is going to be such an interesting season just to see how this Astros things plays out and not just for them, but the other reaction we already saw, they were booed heavily in their first quote unquote away game and Altuve was hit. Although I don't know if that was intentional per se. Uh, so we'll, so we'll see. We'll keep you guys updated. The Astros are going to be clearly the number one story in 2020 this season. When we come back, we'll continue our divisional breakdown. We did the National League East last week, so if you missed that, you can check that out on the Les Schwab Tires podcast. Let's slide over to the National League Central, where this could be wide open, and we'll do that next on the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 